I'm Tafra Jemian. Welcome to Yeah, a show where we talk about young adult lit and what it can teach us at any age. This is our book club, and you're invited. Yeah! Before we start, we'd like to take this time to acknowledge that the studio where we record is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. We encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and the indigenous communities of that area. So this week, I have a very special guest in the studio. We had a little bit of a, of a host shortage, and I really wanted to make sure that we reviewed this book. Uh, and then I realized that one of the biggest Graceling fans I know lives in my house and was already reading this book. Rhea, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself or uh, about why you like Graceling? No, thanks. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. one thing, yeah, I'm not actually sure why I like Graceling, but I really do. Mm-hmm. So today, as we continue our, uh, our March graphic novel month, we're talking about the Graceling graphic novel, which was adapted from the novel by Gareth Hines. Uh, folks, you know that we are big Kristen Kishore fans. We have read all her Graceling novels on the show. And when we found out that this graphic novel was coming out, we really, really wanted to review it. Um, and Rhea, I bought it for myself but as soon as you saw it you got very excited so how did how did you find the graphic novel i know you haven't quite finished it but you're like pretty close to the end it's pretty good yeah what's your favorite part i think how they how they do the people how they like how the people are drawn yeah Mm -hmm. is katza like how you imagined not quite okay (laughs) what's different well i always had trouble trouble imagining her with the two different eyes like ah, ah i'm trying to focus on doing that and i can't anything right. else and the hair was a little different yeah her hair because you yeah. imagine you said you imagined it curly maybe uh no but i think i imagined it a bit lighter okay yeah sometimes um i find that when i'm reading books like not graphic novels sometimes the trouble that I have with graphic novels is that I get a very very clear idea of what people look like and what places look like in my head this happens to me with movie adaptations too and then when I get to the actual movie or graphic novel I'm like well that's not how I imagined it yeah that (laughs) happens a lot yeah but there's one scene actually for me that looked exactly the way I pictured it in the book which is the scene where she goes to talk to Randa in his throne room that for me was like really, really close to how I imagined it. The way I imagined that uh-huh. was not with the armies on either side, but they were, but there was an archer in each corner. Uh-huh. So when they shot, they would just kill each archer. Oh, each I archer see. Would, if she just ducked, yeah. they would all die. I see. I see. You're thinking very strategically about it. What does that mean? Um, Like strategy. Like you were thinking mm-hmm. about how all the pieces would fit together. The same way yeah. she kind of thinks about it, right? When she walks yeah. in. Now remind me, because I know we've read the whole Graceling trilogy together. Yeah. But not Winterkeep yet, because you're still too little for Winterkeep. Way 
Way. Oh, way too little. Okay. Actually, do you want to tell? Do you want to tell people how old you are? We didn't establish that. Eight. Yeah, Rhea is eight, so she's a little younger than the usual YA um, age bracket that usually starts at twelve. But she really, really, really likes the Graceland books, and so I figured, you know, and she really likes graphic novels. Mm-hmm. I feel like ever since we started getting graphic novels, you always have your nose in a book. <laughs> <laughs> so you've told me before that you like really like Katza. Oh, yeah. Is she your favorite character in these books? Yeah. Why? Because she's like a ninja. Yeah. (laughs) I really like ninjas. You do really like ninjas. How is she like a ninja? Tell me a little bit about her. Like how good she is at fighting. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's super good at fighting. Because she's graced with... Is she graced with fighting? No. What's she graced with? Survival. Exactly. I think that's really cool about her. Yeah. I think um the other There's lots of unique graces. There's lots of unique graces. The Such other, as Pose. Yeah, well, well do you want to tell people what Pose Grace is like? He can read minds but only the thoughts that are about him. Mhm. I really I've got to say actually and then graphic novel Poe doesn't look how I imagined him, but I really really like how he looks. Yeah. The same for me. Yeah. It was a situation where I was like, that's not how I imagined him. But no, this makes a lot of sense. Like he he yeah. makes sense to me as this person. Um, and Bitter Blue as well. I really like how they have the uh, the like family similarities between Poe and Bitter Blue and Ashen. Mm. You can like tell that they're all related, which is really cool. Um, the other thing I really liked about it, like the other scene that really looked the way I saw it in my head and is rendered really beautifully is when they first encounter Ashen and Leck and Bitterblue, like the woods in the autumn. Mm. I thought that was really beautifully done. All the landscapes are really pretty. Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. It's just like, how do they draw that anyway? <laughs> well, <laughs> Gareth Hines is a very, very accomplished graphic novelist. He's one of the, like, top graphic novelists, I would say. And I think it's really cool that he did this book because he does a lot of... Do you know what an epic is? No. An epic story is a story that is like... Okay. (laughs) None of my literature professors listen to this because I'm sure this isn't the proper definition. But it's a story that tends to like cover a lot of big adventures. It's very long. It has a lot of characters. Um, and it's sort of very grand and sweeping, like the Odyssey, which is another one that Gareth it's Hines like has epic. covered. It's like what the word epic means. Precisely, yes, that's where the word epic comes. And I really like seeing somebody with that like epic experience coming to this book because he like he really gets it. Now I think you like gasped excitedly when you saw the map for the first time. Yeah, yeah. What did that like? What was that like for you? Like, what did you like about seeing the map? I don't know, but it's really nice. It looks really nice. It does look really nice. All of the like landscapes maps, like, um, oh, I just opened the book and it opens. So like, this is the scene that I talked about earlier where yeah. Katza first confronts Randa. Yeah. And um, yeah, that is a pr- really pretty court throne room. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I imagined it a lot smaller. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't think they would be doing it in the throne room. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think they did it in the throne room so Randa could be, like, as impressive as possible, right? Because he's trying to kind of scare Katza there. Yeah. Yeah. But does it work? No. Because once you know your own power... Yeah. It was really hard to scare you, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's really important about feeling really strong in your sense of self. And I loved seeing that develop in Katza in this book. 
The other thing I she felt... She's good at it. She, she is, but she has to get there, right? And Poe yeah. helps her yeah. get there. And it's really good to have friends who, like, help you recognize your own power. I yeah. think that's a lot better than having friends who make you feel not powerful. Those are probably yeah. not friends at all. Yeah, those are definitely not friends. Yes. They're just people who are pretending to be friends. I have got to agree with you on that. If you even think they're friends. <laughs> now, I think that this book came out pretty recently i think it's a pretty recent novel i never saw it in the bookstore before yeah or or in that toy store where we got it so yeah yeah let me see yeah so it just came out last year um are you excited to see if they do the rest of the series yes which book do you think will be the coolest to see as a graphic novel Maybe Bitter Blue. Yeah, I'm really interested to see how they do Bitter Blue, especially because Bitter Blue already has some illustrations. And I'm really interested to see if they bring in some of those uh, woodcut prints. One part that I really liked in this, actually, I don't know if you noticed this, but did you notice the embroidery? There's two pages that are embroidery on this. Wait, what? Yeah, so when Poe is talking to Katza about Lex's history... Oh, yeah, I noticed that, but I didn't... I thought it was more like, I thought it was supposed to just be a different kind of drawing. I didn't notice it was embroidery. It's really embroidery. It is by, um, there's a note about it at the back of the book, actually. And yes, so that part was done by Cecilia Cackley, not by Gareth Hines. It's actually embroidery. And if you look really closely at the top, there is something that calls back to bitter blue. Can you see what it is? It's the cipher in the embroidery. Exactly. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I really love that detail. I forget all of it, so I have no idea what it's saying, but I know it's probably saying something. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't remember the cipher either, but I think it's really cool that there's that little that yeah. little nod to the story that's coming next. Yeah, that's cool. And I love seeing, I mean, of course, you know, I love embroidery. I love seeing that reflected. I like embroidery too, even though I don't even know how to do it. Well, we can set up your little kit today. You can try that because you're yeah. pretty good. Yeah. It just takes a little minute to learn the stitches. Sometimes it's really hard to sit down and learn a new skill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you have too many other ones going on. That is a frequent issue for me, actually. We were just talking about the embroidery part, which has some of the, like, beasts from fire in it, because it's Lex's yeah. story, right? Yeah. I think it's going to be really cool to see fire as a graphic novel. Oh, yeah. Because there's all... I forgot, I forgot about that, but that's going to be great. I know it. Because it's such a visual book, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's so much, like, color and drama. There's so much going on. Exactly. I think that's going to be really beautiful. A lot of color, at least. Danita Donata, who's from Wildcrats, would not like it. She does not like color. She doesn't like color? (laughs) No. Why not? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. So this is Graceling, the graphic novel, um, based on the novel by Kristen Kishore, adapted by Gareth Hines. Rhea, is there anything else you want to say about this book before we wrap up for today? No. It's pretty good? You think people should buy it? Oh, yeah. You think people should read it? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much anybody, right? Yeah. Pretty much anybody could enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah. It's really beautiful. Really well done. Yeah. Rhea, thank you so much for joining us today. It was, I have been really looking forward to this day, the first day that you can come on the podcast. I was really, it was really nice to have you here. You're welcome. This is the part where we let our guests plug things, which means that you can say either a project you have that you want people to know about, or just something that you think is cool that you think people should know about. Is there anything you want to tell people generally about? Not really. 
All right, fair enough, kiddo. Thanks for listening to Yeah. If you want to leave feedback, suggest a book for us to read, or just say hi, you can send us an email at theyapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at yapodcast. And individually, I'm at teverbear, and Rhea is not on Twitter because she is eight. But if you want to send her a message, you can send one to me. If you like the show and want to help us make it even better, please consider supporting us on Patreon. You can get all kinds of great perks, including early access to bonus content, shoutouts, guest appearances, and more. Head to patreon.com slash yapodcast to donate. Shout out to our patrons, Catherine Reshi, Kat McGuire, Lizzie Tenhove, Chantal Thomas, Erica Stitchberry, Megan Jane, and Emmett Cameron. We also have merch. You can hit the merch link in the description of this episode to get some from the fine folks over at TeePublic. You can also support us for free by leaving a rating and review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts, by subscribing on Spotify, and by sharing this episode with a friend. Maybe a friend who really likes Graceling, right? Yeah. Or a friend who really likes graphic novels. Yeah. Or a friend who really likes badass female protagonists. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is why this podcast is called Yeah. (laughs) Special thanks to Great Bear for letting us use their song Jenny's Groove as our theme music. You can find their music for sale at greatbearmusic.bandcamp.com. This episode was produced by me, Tefra Jemian, and edited by Tom Zalatni as part of the Upward Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at upwardnetwork.com. Bye! I'm October Jones, and Hi, this is... I'm fish with legs. I'm a fish with legs. Fish. I'm the elemental creature of water. And I'm here to tell you about my podcast called October Jones and Fish with Legs. Starring me and my best friend... <laughs> October Jones. Nailed it. October and Fish is a fictional series that follows me and Fish with Legs as we try to stop an evil two-headed snake from releasing a terrible monster. And make friends, and go on adventures, and get captured a lot, and escape a lot, and encounter racism. And what? And learn very special lessons every third episode. I have not learned a single lesson. Yes, you did. We learned about being friends, and authoritarianism, and colonialism, and how to defeat a giant crab. Authoritarianism? They're in authority for a reason, Fish with Legs. If everyone followed the rules set in place by the human government, then there wouldn't be- for adults and kids. (sighs) New episodes on Mondays. You can find it wherever you find podcasts, and of course, on the Upford website. Okay, that's it. Bye! I'm Tom Zalatni, host and producer of the No Bad Food Podcast, a show about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. Our mandate is simple, to explore, taste, and learn about food in ways that celebrate all the things that make it great. After all, there's no such thing as bad food. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts or right here on the Upford Network. 